The Rough Drafts Podcast is sponsored by Unicorn.com, the world's premier eSport betting site. Log on today to bet on all your favorite eSports titles at the simple click of a button. Choose your game, choose your team, earn Unicorns, and who knows, maybe you'll earn enough to enter to win any number of fabulous prizes, such as Logitech peripherals or CSGO skins in their marketplace. Unicorn.com. Log on today. This is Chase Retro King Wassenaar. I am a free agent, head coach, and analyst, and welcome to our World's Quarterfinals Guest Alliance podcast. We are here. It is the quarterfinals. They have finally come. We are at the bracket stage. This is when the best eight teams, theoretically, are here to duke it out for our amusement. It's going to be very interesting to see how these particular matchups go. It it does feel like uh, there's some one-sidedness in these, but <laughs> that's because I think the gap between the top teams in each of these regions, with the exception of one that I think is pretty clear, uh, were, are dominant teams from a dominant region. Who would have known that the Koreans would look really good at this tournament? But I'm getting ahead of myself. I should, of course, be introducing my good friend and co-host, Walter Cietis Fetchuk. Walter, how you doing, man? Yeah, if we want to talk about one-sidedness and, and clear dominant favorites, I think we need to look at the scoreboard that's right above my head here that says, uh, what, what does that say, Chase? What's what's the score? You want to go ahead and read that for the folks at home? I, I believe that it is 29 to 28 in your favor. 27-28. in your favor? Oh, 27 I, I got ahead of myself. I have. So anyway, uh, look, yeah, since great. when is that dominant? Like, I don't remember any time I said like, oh man, the Falcons won 24-21. What a dominant performance. That's not how dominant works. You can't just use the word dominant anytime you want to feel good about the Listen, the listen, I've only won this once. <laughs> I only won this once. I'm leading now. I'm the one who gets to write the narrative, okay? Well, that's that's History the only remembers winners. I can't fall I can't drop any points because I'm down one with seven games left. So if I if I lose any points today, I'm gonna be I'm only gonna have three games to make it up. Yeah. And if we even tie once, then I put myself in a in a pretty sucky situation. So <laughs> Well I mean all I have to do is be perfect. I mean what what more could one uh could one ask for here? But you know a perfect gambler, man, you can make a lot of money. Yeah, look, uh, it say. says esports gambling expert on my Twitter profile, so clearly I'm, I'm I have the skill set necessary. Um, we're not going to be doing a massive, uh, you know, preview of each of the series. We previewed each of these series for more than fifteen minutes each. If you look at our week yeah. two recap podcast, part two in particular is when we looked at the quarterfinals. If you yeah. haven't listened to that and you want some hardcore analysis, go do that instead. That go pause the video. This will still be here, uh, and go do that. This is us doing our gambling lines thing. We're gonna break down what the gambling public at large have decided these games should be, 
and we're going to go on from there. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. And it starts by looking at these futures, Walter. You remember these? <laughs> these are I those... remember gambling on, 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 on those, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You are not going to get as much value on the bet that you made as if you bet it now. Uh, for That's those of fine. you who did not watch our, our preseason Guess the Lions, or pre-Worlds Guess the Lions, I should say, uh, the futures are basically bets that have you know, do not resolve themselves over the course of one series. They're bets that are more long-term bets. That's why they're called futures. They're solved in the future. So, for example, uh, if you look at the, you know, the group odds, just to see how those all went down, uh, Rocks won their group. They were minus 1,429. So they were just kind of boring in that way. SKT won their group at minus 588. Uh, for Group C, Group C, you made some some mad Skrilla if you picked H two K plus one thousand one hundred for that particular line to come through. Uh, you would have had to predict the collapse of China, which, to be fair, is kind of becoming world's clockwork nowadays. So I don't think that would have been a crazy thing to assume. Um, and if for Group D. Samsung Galaxy was right there at plus 175. All those teams were right next to each other. So, I, I mean, there you go. Hopefully one of you guys hit on the H2K line because that's that, <laughs> those were some pretty great odds that we completely ignored because we were all aboard the EDG hype train at the time. So, I, Rightly so. Yeah. Rightly and, so. Well, Rightly so. And, and this is where it's going to start hurting you a little bit. So where have, how have the futures changed? Um, let Let's put. Let's start here, Walter. Which future do you think has changed the most since the last time we talked? I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw out the wild card here. I'm gonna say that it was Elvis Knox Luna. That is correct. I think that's awesome point for me. We're gonna I'll, go ahead and change that scoreboard real quick. Yeah. Okay. So. That's that's not <laughs> There's quite. There's my how 29th this, point. This is where I want that meme of the old ladies. That's like that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Uh, Albus Knox Luna. I'm to charge the scoreboard. If you thought Albus Knox Luna was going to win the entire tournament, you got plus two hundred fifty thousand on that. Quarter of a million. We said it was at least worth a dollar. Yep. Right now, if you wanted to bet Albus Knox Luna, it's plus eight thousand. Massive. That is, yeah. We have come down two hundred forty-two thousand points. And yes, I understand it's logarithmic. It's not that logarithmic. <laughs> like, that is incredible. Well, they went from 1 out of 16 to 1 out of 8. Like, they're now 1 of yeah, 18. But, but so. to put it in another way, uh, Cloud9 was plus 2,100. They are now plus 5,000. Their odds have gone in the exact opposite direction. Well. Whatever faith people had in Cloud9 is completely <laughs> deteriorated. Uh, That's fair. Edward it's Gaming. Totally yeah, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying how it is. Uh, Edward Gaming, you were originally, you got it plus 250. Those are odds that you put on your, this, there's an episode on this YouTube channel where you put those yep. odds. Yep. Do you want to know what those odds are today, Walter? Take a guess. Plus 400. Plus 1800. So... They, the gods have not smiled upon you that one, buddy. Yeah. Well, it's okay. God, the gods aren't smiling upon me for them to win the tournament anyways. So. No. 
The uh, the other some cost right there. The, yeah, there's RNG at who, plus twenty five hundred. Who, who's the favorite to win the tournament? Well, I'll ask you. Who do you think is the favorite? So it was Rocks Tigers. It was the original line. It was Rocks Tigers plus one hundred and fifty. SKT and EDG were at plus two hundred and fifty. I think it's SKT now. It is SKT or now. Okay, it's SKT yeah. plus one hundred and fifty. Rocks is right behind them at plus one seventy five. Makes sense. And Samsung sitting there at plus three hundred and fifty. I like those odds. Yeah, actually. I mean they have the easiest path to the finals. Oh so. man, Riot just handed them a finals <laughs> victory. They, what they really wanted is like, look, we have Samsung from season four, we've got SKT from seasons three and five. The storyline is so obvious that even a monkey would be able to come up with the perfect package for it. It's perfect. And they still get they still get their rocks SKT storyline too. Yeah, like, they still get rocks SKT, assuming that you know one of these Chinese teams has a you know somehow blow everything up and if they do then we get to say hey look china's back back again china's back tell all your friends so seriously tell them they'll never believe you otherwise um so yeah those no. are the futures uh for those of you who are interested in the other ones uh Royal never give up plus 2500 uh h2k plus 3300 so i mean we could also say that h2k has a really easy path to the world world championship we could the finals as long uh, as you ignore the fact pass. that Samsung exists, that's fine. Um, yeah, but Samsung's going to lose to Cloud9, so... It's like, oh, yeah. is that... Well, that's where we're starting this whole thing. Um, oh! Oh! So, um, yeah, segue there. Congratulations. Well, that, that was not on purpose. When, was... uh, when you looked at this, we, we talked on the, on, on the podcast. We did not come up with a single path to victory for Cloud9. At least not more than one game. It had to be a game where Jensen went insane and Crown was banned out of the champions that were the most terrified. Yeah. When you looked at the, you know, you looked over it one more time just to get this gambling line right. Was there anything that stood out to you? Anything that changed that impression for you? Nope. Ambition's going to eat Meteos for lunch. It's going to be just a, a really, really incredible jungle series uh, from Ambition because Meteos, even though he can play in Italy, it's not the champion he should be playing because he is Cloud9's primary form of engage nine times out of ten. And you just can't do that with Nidalee. She can't be your primary form of engage. No. Engage is not. She She's Poke and Siege, which there are a lot of Poke and Siege compositions at this tournament. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. But that means that Impact needs to be your primary engage. I, I think that NAR has proven to be inconsistent this tournament, we'll say. I'm going to try to move yeah. my camera around because this, this glare is... Sclair is not helping you guys at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a little inconsistent. Sorry, I do what I can. It's, it's, I, so I'm not sure that that's a pick he's going to be able to rely on. Uh, when you look at other reliable engage in the top lane, it's been mixed. I guess you could say Echo with a parallel convergence has been used. As well, I'd rather have flanking. I'd rather have flash flanking cannon. I mean, that's it, which is would be a Echo's great thing to do. If Impact had any idea how to do it. But there's <laughs> nothing in the VODs that we watch that shows that Impact has no. any clue how to, no. how to pull that off successfully. So there, there, was no, there was no Big Daddy Smed plays coming out of Impact. Let's no, just say that. It's not, it's not been the way that things went for Cloud9. So it's time to say, where do you think this is going for Samsung? Uh, I have Samsung as pretty heavy favorites. Mm -hmm. I have Samsung, if I get on the right screen here. Oh, I have Samsung at minus 400. There you go. I had Samsung at minus 320. And my argument was, 
that Cloud9 was North America's last hope, and that would help skew some of the, the bets a bit, because this is a Western book. And I also thought that of the teams that Koreans were playing this week, I thought that this was the weakest of the three. Like Samsung, as well as they did, I, I do think that they're at least somewhat bannable. I I would love to see Crown not get to play Victor four out of the six games in the group stage. How about oh, that? Oh, silly Chase. They're still a Korean team. I, I, well, yeah, and that's why I'm wrong. That's why you get the point, and this is when I get worried about this competition. Because the actual line is Samsung minus 556. Wolf. Which puts Cloud9 at plus 350. There is no respect. No respect whatsoever for the boys in blue. Uh, North America. Envious? What are you talking about? Envious isn't at this tournament. (laughs) Sorry. Evil geniuses? They don't exist anymore. A different shade of blue. It's all about which form of blue you want to be going for. sky blue because they're clouds. Get it? You know what, Walter? <laughs> this is the first time anyone has ever made that joke. It's, I bet. We, you can hear the, the, the awards coming in the mail today. <laughs> Congratulations for finally figuring out the secret to Cloud Knight's merchandising. We're very proud. This is These are the kind of accomplishments that we strive for on this see, show. See, the thing you didn't know is that as much as I hate Jack, he actually hired me to come up with their merchandising strategy. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, love-hate relationship there. Yeah, that's... you look. Hate it or love it, underdog's on top. That's what the game was <laughs> back in the day. No. So, no. no, we're not. No, no well, the game references are allowed on this podcast. No. It's, it's like the 150 Cent song where he's not a blabbering idiot. You have to like that song. I'm, I, so, someone defend me in the comments. Like, like comment, subscribe. Hate it or love it. The game. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. I think it's one of it's the best song Fifty Cent and the game ever did. I'm throwing that out there. That's I, that's my opinion for 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 the rap esports crossover audience that a podcast run by two white guys clearly has. I want you guys to tune in. Please, please let me know. We're gonna move forward now that I've. Now that I pulled that card. <laughs> I have no comment on any rap unless it's Slim Shady. That's it. Oh, uh, okay. SKT versus Royal Never Give Up. I, you know, again, SKT, they're the favorites now. They, we believe they should be the favorites. They're like the one future you could have taken that is worth, that got better odds before than you would get now. Um, yeah. With the exception it's of, I guess, Cloud9. But... It's like, depreciated in value. It's it, yeah. It's depreciated. It's it's which you know, congratulations to guess. them. They're we now the favorites. Figured, like they weren't the favorites before. We should have guessed. Like yeah, of course they're gonna be favorites. Um, they're starting Bangi. They're starting Bangi. Which that's I, something we didn't know. I was gonna say that's a huge plus for this. Was something we talked about on the recap show. Blank is good. There's nothing to say. Blank isn't good, but it does seem to be whatever SKT says to themselves. Okay. We actually need to take this opponent seriously. It is important for us as a fan base, or as a team, I should say, and for the sake of our fan base, to play our best jungler, the one that we feel most consistent, most confident about. Mm-hmm. They go to Bengi. And I think they're going to continue to go to Bengi yeah. in this kind of situation, yeah. which means that in the finals against Samsung, they'll probably start blank, just as a pure BM. Yeah, they'll, against... they'll play blank, and they'll pull some... <sighs> 
They can't pull Scout. They can't pull Easy Hood. What random mid laner did they bring to to play in the finals instead well, of Well, see, this and this is why I get mad at Riot. It's like they did this whole thing for the entire year. You have two subs. You can have, you know, you can have two subs. You can even have five subs if you want if you handle it correctly. It's two subs for the playoffs though, for every region until Worlds, and they're like, now nah, you can only have one now. Wait, why can we only have one sub now? Because Worlds. What what, what does that change? Because they don't want to pay for the extra people. Worlds, yeah. What's the difference? I mean, really, like, the one flight per team is going to cost you guys? Like, if that's your problem, you should be able to... Like, how many billions of dollars did you make in microtransactions? Really? Shh, that's not esports. That doesn't count. No, they lose money on their esports department. Keep, keep... Eating that that crow, please. Oh we lose God. money on our esports department. We lose money on the LCS. I, it makes me genuinely mad when I when I hear things like this. I, I whatever. I I don't think saving the ticket is what is actually going on. I think that um, there's you know there's got to be something more to this. But I don't know. I just way, know Beggy starting, and I either feel way, way Beggy starting. It's all good, and. How does Royal never give up deal with that? Because now you have the support of Jungler who's here to set up SKT and everything else. This this should be a game for them, right? You don't you don't have yeah. I mean, Royal doesn't have the right team to beat SKT. They don't have someone that can match up against against Faker or that can even just anti carry him. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess Yahoo did come out recently in an interview, and I I forget who who it's with, so I apologize to whatever news site I'm ignoring. Um, but basically, like, came out and said that he didn't think that Aurelian Soul has really any counter picks, and we've seen that it's been a very efficient okay. champion at kind of anti carrying these star mid laners. Um, of course, Faker even came out and said, "I don't think there is a mid laner left in this tournament that is at a you know top tier level." So he's already doing his smack talk, which I love when the Koreans do because they're just so straightforward about it. Um, Zhao Hu has shown that he can play Aurelian Soul to a certain extent. I just expect SKT to ban it and just say, we don't want to deal with this. Show us what else you can play. Yeah. And the the big crux of RNG is Uzi and Mata, and I just think Bang and Wolf are too smart to be taken advantage of in the laning phase. So I really don't see an easy path to victory for, for RNG. They don't have anyone that really stands out enough that they're going to be able to take over their opposition in lane. Yeah, and for the record, if your if your plan for beating SKT is like, oh, just don't let Aurelian Soul through, uh, guess what? He didn't play Aurelian Soul once in the group stage, not once. Baker never played Aurelian Soul. Um, he played against it, uh, and that was the one game they lost. Yeah, that's but, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I guess I guess Royal could play Aurelian Soul against Faker, but SKT can just ban it. Yeah, if they're that worried about being anti-carried by it, you just ban it. And here's the thing that everyone's forgetting: like, we don't know if Faker can play it. Do you want to find out? Because if you want to find out, I'd love to find out. And I, I want to see what and, his counter pick would be. Well, and I think the the answer is going to be Rise. That's what people have been picking into it. Irrelia. I think that. Uh, yeah, okay. Irrelia. I think that Faker's rise is oh, the no. best rise in the world. I think it's continued to be that, and I'm not expecting that to change anytime soon. So, I did am... you see Ryu's rise? That was a pretty good rise. Yeah, sure for for a random Korean player that's not even worth naming in an interview. Mako, um, apparently, I'm not. I'm gonna keep giving Mako credit for that. That was pretty bad. I know they have that one Korean guy. It's like that guy was the best mid laner in Korea until Faker came along. 
Have some until respect. Faker killed his soul. Until Faker destroyed him so utterly that he is now nameless in interviews. But yeah, look, Ryu's, Ryu's rise is very good. Faker is Faker, and Faker is the best. I'm sorry, Ryu. Like, I'm not. I need to see more from Ryu's rise before I say that it's better than Faker, who single-handedly won a game or two there with that. Well, champ, I can't single-handedly say it was better than Bjergsen, so. <laughs> There you go. You're better than the faker of North America on Rise. How does that make you feel, Ryu? Hey, Ryu. Look, the faker of North America would never fail to get his team out of the group stage. That's all I'm saying. You would never question, is Faker going to get this team to the semifinals, at least to the playoffs, just by sheer willpower? The faker I mean, of NA couldn't do it, so... I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. I, that, and that is not a testament. To, that's not Bjergsen's fault. I'm just saying. The faker of NA is a guy who is so beyond that the, his four teammates could be inting and he still finds a way. And yeah, North America, he can do that. Yeah, yeah well, North America, they could do that. North that's America, why he's the that faker of could, North America. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> Either way, look, one North American team made it out of groups, and it wasn't uh, TSM. Uh, where do you think the line is, Walter? Well, Chase, yeah. you know how you said even ties are bad for you? Yeah, no. Well, we get our first one here. SKT minus 400 for both of us. I said, yeah, I, I should have gone higher. I don't know why I didn't go higher. I knew it was going to be higher than minus 400. And I remember now that you know how to bid high. So really, it's just me being silly at this point. Uh, yeah. The actual line is minus 556, which for Makes the sense. record means that the prop bets, and this is something I've noticed uh, about the, uh, you know, about the way Unicorn does things. The prop bets are the exact same. They base it based off of the team odds, not on any advanced metrics for the team. So, for example, things like first blood. Uh, SKT, if I remember correctly, does not have a particularly high first blood rate. Their first blood odds are the same as Samsung's first blood odds. Their map one winner is the same as this SKT's map one winner. Like first bear and first dragon, these are all that's exactly really the weird. same. That's um, that's really really weird. Yeah, there's um, no way these two teams are equally as good at these things, or that they're weighed out by their opponents being equally as good at these things. It's mm -hmm. just it's just very clearly a, a formula that the unicorn uses and. Look, we we love our boys over at Unicorn, um, but it, I, those numbers just can't be right. Uh, there, there's value there uh, for those of you who want to do a deep dive and figure out. Well, does you know does Samsung or SKT you know value Dragon a little less? I would say first Dragon on map one going over to Royal Never Give Up and saying that Uzi and Mata maybe win lane and get an early Dragon like that's completely in play, uh, and that would be at plus one twenty. I mean, that's mm. all you have to. I mean, the bot lane's the only lane that matters for that, and you would expect it's bangy. Sure, it's bangy. But I'm just saying, it's bangy, a plus one twenty. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, mean, look, if, you're com if you're comfortable taking that against look, the man I mean, who literally is the jungle, then sure. This is why I hate any of these prop bets. There's never enough value in them. Um, I mean, your There's one no value doubt. comes in that maybe the, if you think it's going to be over four and a half maps, but I don't think either of these series gets there. It's plus 240 if you think that it will. I don't think any map, I don't think any uh, 
matchup goes above four maps. I think okay. it's like three ones are better across the board. See, that's and you and I have already talked about disagreeing on that with our yeah. last game of the game. Well, we got to get there. Rocks Tigers versus Edward Gaming. Pawn officially starting. I told you. I told you. I told you. Sunk cost fallacy and China go hand in hand no matter what industry we're discussing. That's just how this goes. Stupid. Pawn got the money, man. Stupid. Here comes the stupid, money. Stupid. 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 I mean, to be stupid. fair. Let's give them stupid. a little game bit of credit. Game three scout play. When they're down 2-0? Scout will be putting in game three. Yep. Yeah, probably. I mean, look, if you look they'll at... They'll win a game and then they'll lose game four. In the summer playoffs, Pawn went four and three, which wasn't, you know, particularly great. But he did play throughout... They only played eight games in that... Actually, Don't. no, they played seven games in that... In the Oh, that's the spring playoffs, excuse me. He didn't play in the summer playoffs at all. I was looking no, at the wrong chart. He didn't. He didn't um, play like at he all. He played during five the- games in the LPL summer. Yeah, he was four and one in those games, but that's a very small. I don't sample care. Size. They have looked better with Scout. They he lost on Aurelian Soul. That's all you need to know about Pawn. He is the only player who has lost on Aurelian Soul in this tournament. Scout Scout is the guy that you took to the dance. He's the one who got you through the summer. He's the one that got you through the summer playoffs, and. I don't know why you have looked worse with Pawn playing. Go with Scout. Go with the guy who at least is willing to we, go top. And don't give don't say you don't know why. We know why. And it has everything to do with money. Like, that's all it is. China does not... There's no way. Like, then like, there's Here was the meeting with Aaron. It's like, Aaron's like, I want to start Scout. And the ownership's like, okay, how much do we pay Pawn again? Uh, $750,000 a Did year? Guess what? Pawn starting. No. I fine if that's what it is. But EDG, your ownership is stupid. Here's what I don't understand: is they're selectively stupid. stupid because they didn't play him in the LPL playoffs, which were equally as relevant to Edward Gaming as far as making it the world and being in a good place to succeed. Like, I'm just no. They've had they've had this exact choice to make, and they've made the right one. I'm gonna hate bet against them. I'm literally gonna hate bet against EDG. I don't know where you're gonna find value in that because where's the? I, I don't mean, care. I, it's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, a, a like um, esoteric victory. It's gonna be like I I don't care. I don't care about making money on it. I just want to bet against them because they're stupid. <laughs> See how many times I can use the same word in one segment? Stupid. I, you guys are stupid. I, I wish it. I could swear because you're stupid. I love it so much. I God just let damn, let the hate stupid. fuel you, man. I. Look, I, I don't think Pod is a bad mid laner. I think he'd you start. You look better on... with Scout. You looked better with Scout. Of course Scout. they he did. Look way better with Scout. Of course Let's they did. be honest. The only two losses they had in this tournament were well, no, they went. They had, were two and one with Scout, and they are two and two with Pawn for a four and three record overall. Stupid. But Scout just looked better. The, the games they won with him just looked a lot cleaner. I. I don't know. Maybe it's particularly what they think Kuro's going to be playing, and they want to counter exactly that. Look, man, I just I just tell you the news. I, I think that Rocks Tigers, I talked about this on the pod, I think they're going to wake up. I don't think it matters who ADG was playing in the, in the mid lane. But as soon as I heard that news, I did bump my line a little bit. So let's see where it went. Walter, where did you put the line? Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Rocks Tigers minus 333. Yeah, I get this one. Here's where I get my point. 
Bring it back yeah. within one. That's bull. I said rocks minus 400. It's rocks minus 370. Which means I'm closer by like seven points. And that's more than enough points for me. If one point is stupid, look, I'm just stupid. <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm gonna gamble on on Rocks Tigers to win this game, sure. to win this series. I'm but, just gonna take every single bet I can for Rocks Tigers. Just but, stupid. You're least, stupid, like, Aaron. Stupid. It's not Aaron's fault. Come on, like, do I don't you really think that the coach is the one making the decision on that? I don't care whose fault it is. You're stupid. I'll call Pawn stupid for being like, yeah, okay, I'll start. Pawn should be the one going, I've been playing poorly. You guys look better with Scout. Play Scout, please. No, shut Don't up. Don't win me my championship. Shut up. If, if TSM came up to you the day before Worlds and said, Walter, we want you to start on the world stage for us, you'd say yes in 0.25 seconds. No, I'd be like, you're not going to win a game with me playing. Who cares? You get to say that you're a world championship. He gets to say for the rest of his life, I played in the world quarterfinals for Edward Gaming against the Korean champions. He has champions. a world championship. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He has a world championship. It's it's pride. It's pride. Stupid. You can't. Stupid. You can't ask it's that. Stupid. Just it's do me a favor. If you're going to hate stupid. bet against them, bet under five maps. If you bet under five maps, it go, it's minus yep. 280, uh, yep. 286. Under five maps, first blood, first dragon, first tower, first map, everything. Just Anything I can get on Fox Tigers, all in. All in. I'm cashing in on them. That's your all prerogative. Uh, stupid. Last game. This will cheer you back up. H2K versus Albus Knox. Oh, uh, I don't lose. I can't lose. We can't. No one can't. here loses except for salty North America fans once Cloud9 gets elimininated. Can't lose. And I they can't try lose. to I, I will say, there's been nothing more interesting it's than watching awesome. the subreddit devolve into absolute chaos. Because first it was haha EU sucks, which was propagated mostly by EU fans, and NA joined in. And then yep. NA got crucified in week two when things looked like things weren't going well. And Europe, it was suddenly NA sucks, you know, screw you guys, you never had our back, even though there were <laughs> many threads in which they did. And then suddenly Cloud9 gets through, and now everyone's quiet, and everyone sucks, or everyone's good, and no one knows what to say. And, and now, you know, the, the biggest thing, I will say, I have one pet peeve. I have one big pet peeve, and I'm, I'm stating this on the record right now. Anyone who calls Albus Knox Luna a European team can go screw themselves. Screw you. If they, when, before the tournament started, you never would have claimed them as a European team. There was not a single person out there in this entire world who was going out and saying, oh yeah, Albus Knox, the fourth European team at this tournament. A team I am proud to associate with Europe. A team that I want judged alongside my other European representatives when the whole thing comes in. None of you were there. Not a single one of you guys. And it's a great story, and you can pull your, oh, well, it's geographically located. Screw you. You never would have owned up to them. You, you do not get the right to grab them as your own when you never even even knew a single name of these players before the tournament started. No. If, if no, I no, may, no, no, though. No, I will not let that I happen. May, I need to, I need to, uh, I need to, you know, put on my, my flame retardant suit here because I can't be the target of your ire. I, because I was on board with this team from day one. Of course I you were, it. because you, you watched the international wild card. You, you knew who Liquid was. I didn't think 
you're going to win a game, but I still was like, I would love to see this team be successful. Yeah. This team needs to be happy. Go, go check the records of our Guest of the Lines podcast. We are rooting for them. We loved Liquid's brand. We When we previewed the team, we wanted them to do well. We just thought they were in a place where they couldn't. They did. Awesome. Really happy about it. But no one could have predicted them to do well. But at least we had their back. The first icon I upgraded all the way to tier three was Elvis Knox. Yeah. And then it was TSM. You, and then it was H2K. You have every right to claim <laughs> Albus Knox. You were no, – but at the very least, like, as, as a fan, and, you know, you can't say that you got the pick right. None of us did. Oh, absolutely but, not. But as oh, a fan, you were there. All of the people on Reddit right now with Albus Knox and Luna Flares, I would love their post history. I would love to see a single post about Albus Knox Luna – before the tournament started, I would love it. Let's 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 do a deep dive. Let's <laughs> like Jacob Wolf. I want you on the report. Every single person who's claiming Albus Knoxwood is European now. How many of them said a single word about this team? I'm sorry. I need just, to borrow. I need Monty's it. train whistle. That's what I need. I mean, we need yeah. to go back to like season three and get his train whistle and his conductor hat because I'm I'm at the head of the Elvis Knox bandwagon. There's gotta be. And the funny thing is, I'm also at the head of the Forgiven bandwagon. Yeah. So You're... I I can't lose. You can't I cannot lose. lose. And this is the thing, right? You don't care enough about like none of neither of these teams are like TSM levels of caring. Where like there's one you secretly want to win. Like like it's like how all parents pretend that they don't have a favorite kid, but every they all do. Like every parent it changes from day to day. I'm not saying it's consistent, but at any given time there's one kid who's doing the things that you like and there's another one who's, you know, not really responding to your calls or whatever. You're like, mm, that yeah. kid. Like that's yeah. you're like, look, it's just human nature. I'm not blaming anybody for that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you don't you don't have it there's no favorite kid in this fight for you. There's no, there's no way I'm talking to you on Sunday and you're disappointed. The only thing that would be disappointing is if this was a 3-0 blowout, which I don't think is going to happen. Mostly because I, I don't think either of these teams are good enough either. to blow out the like, other team. I can't lose. I don't care which team makes it through. I don't care what happens. Literally, both teams could come out and they could like shake hands and have a coin flip for who goes on. Like Nothing could disappoint me with this. I'm, I'm happy either way. Either I get forgiven on a semifinal stage or we get to continue this awesome Cinderella story. Oh, God. Man. It is a Cinderella story, whether you like it or not. River is so mad at you right I now. I don't care, because in I, the context with, of this tournament, this is a Cinderella story. I'm sorry. No. This was Everyone said this is the 16th ranked team. They're not going to win a game. G2 CLG rocks. They're just too good. And they were one that, game away from taking number one out of this group. There are rags to riches story. There's a zero to hero story. But is, it Aladdin? is it Aladdin? Is it Aladdin? No, Aladdin had a magical wish come through. This is just it. It's not magic. Albus Knox worked really hard. Nothing is ever magic. Nothing is ever magic. The Chicago Cubs being good the last three years isn't magic, but it still was a Cinderella story when they finally made the playoffs. Ah, it, it's it. a catch-all. It doesn't necessarily mean magic that, that, had to happen. Much like TSM, that cliche needs to die. There, or not, I should say not like TSM. Like Weldon Green's career, that needs to die. <laughs> that's, that's what I'll there say. We See, I can bring it back around and and form unity again on this podcast. Where do you think the line was, Walter? So I didn't drink the Albus Knox Kool-Aid like someone did. Because apparently Albus Knox Luna LCL LMS must have gotten you confused or something. Because there was an L at the beginning of it. As opposed to the LPL? Like, what what in the world? (laughs) 
The so LCK? Have... The LCS? They all begin with L. What are you talking about? <laughs> CB LOL. CB LOL doesn't. Uh, yeah, CB LOL also doesn't exist in this tournament anymore. So the the not... Oceana, Oceana League doesn't begin with L. Just give me the line. Give me the line. <laughs> I have H2K minus 333. Okay, so you're going to get the point. I'm just letting you know now. I said H2K I... minus 240. It's H2K yeah. minus 370. Okay. Seems right. Why? Out of the we saw two seven game sample sizes from these teams. What in the world? I just I'm gonna put this in. I want you guys to understand why I'm upset by this line. I'm gonna put it in a way that is that is very clear to understand. So this is they're saying Albus Knox plus two sixty. So plus two sixty in these decimal odds means that there is a twenty eight percent chance of winning 28 percent did you see h2k's early game what like mid game come on this is not this is not a blowout series we've seen albus knox luna tear apart teams like for example counter logic gaming the closest analog that you can find to h2k right now calm down no i'm not gonna calm down no you calm down goddamn minus 333 you know what the percentage odds of that 77%. Seventy-seven percent. You'd have to be a crazy person to think they win seventy-seven percent of the time. You know why there's no respect. You know exactly why they have no respect. Why oh, HK sorry. has such a high line. You know exactly the reason why. Sorry, it's because no matter how well Elvis Knox Luna played during that seven-game stretch, and that they got into the quarterfinals, they are still an international wild card team. It's the only seven-game stretch that matters. matters. Are we going to keep making matters. that excuse if they beat H2K, or you know, if they beat, if they somehow made it to the finals and they beat Samsung Galaxy, then do we move the line? They will still be massive underdogs because they'll be against EDG, Royal, Rocks, Tigers, or SKT. You were the Do you one. you want them any closer you than were the plus one. 250? On week eight, when we went through all those lines, you were the one who said, and I quote, all of this is going to be skewed because of whatever formula they use. The Flash Wolves looked like bigger winners than they were. If you go by the formula, this line is nowhere near minus 370. So they took the formula, said, eh, it's a wild card team, and then moved Chase. it all the way over. Chase. There's no way was, off of the seven game what sample was their size. Future, what, was their, what was their before any games were played future odds? I Remember understand. where they came but from. They were Remember wrong. how much they have to swing. They were wrong. Think about how far they absolutely have to swing. And if you're the casino right now, you still don't trust that this team, that that seven games wasn't an aberration because you have to go and look at the entire rest of the season. Look at the All they did Tigers was dominate win. their own home region. They, they dominated they... a weaker region. Oh, come on. Come I, on. I don't like it, but I'm explaining. And this is, this is you taught me this. I have to think like the casino. I understand. I, I can't think like I, myself. I, I'm if telling was, you. Closer. I agree. One of the, the two casino, things should be true. One of two things should be true. Either one... We should be judging it based off of performance and giving regional strength or whatever else into account. And Flash Wolf should never have had the positive lines that they had last week. Or we should be looking purely at the sample size and the formula of what they've done in the games that have been played. And this line should never be this high. I don't care which option you want to take, but both of those statements cannot be true at the same time. It's a combination of those two. If you just went with the current sample size, that means at the beginning of the tournament, everyone would have had equal odds to win the tournament. Everyone I'm not have, saying everyone would have at the beginning of the tournament, the but we've got seven games. That's right, but more you, games. Have to look, you have to look at it like this. 
Okay? SKT starts here. This is where they start at the beginning of the tournament. And then they go 6-1. and one. They go up a little. Okay, they, they do go up a little. Yeah. Now, Elvis Knox starts, you can't even see on the camera because I'm basically touching my floor. And now they're up to, like, my desk level. That's still, like, this much space until they get to, like, SKT space. There's a lot of space in there that they still have to fill. Okay. The, the casino isn't comfortable with only seven games to say, yeah, sure, they filled all that I'm gonna space. I'm going to put it this way. Plus 150 against H2K. I'm going to put Just it this never way. never going to happen. Alvis Knox was minus 400 against CLG, a team that they had already beaten last week. Yep. They then went on that week to beat Rocks Tigers and CLG. Yep. And the line has moved a whole 30 points in a logarithmic scale, which is basically 0. 0.02 points in a decimal scale. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. What are the odds of H2K just 3 0 them? I, much less than I guarantee the odds are. I look. I think Albus Knox wins this series. I'm betting Albus Knox plus two sixty in point two five seconds. I picked him to win three two. I still feel that way. I think H two K's biggest weakness is Albus Knox's strength, and we saw what they did to a team with mid game weaknesses in CLG. They won both of those games handily. And they didn't. Ha- and H two K didn't have mid game weaknesses in week two. Oh come on! They what? Did not. Don't Are you, you kidding they me? Went, that four zero was clean. They played their style. <laughs> They covered up their weaknesses. <laughs> look, I don't mean to laugh at your analysis, but that is the funniest thing I have heard in a long time. You look at any Twitter person during those games, we were all pointing out they didn't know when to go for dragons, they didn't know when to go for barons, they kept throwing up 50-50s that would not, most of the time jump back in their face. Their mid-game was atrocious. Their late game was good. Their early game was good. Their mid-game was terrible. That's why everyone was saying Group C was a mistake. That was the top thing that we came away from that. H2K did not look... That was the worst 4-0 I have ever seen on a world stage. It was terrible. Like They did okay. not know what to do. From the 15-minute okay. mark to the 28-minute mark, they have no idea what to do. Okay. They don't. Look, look, look at the gold dips. When you look at their, their match histories, look at the, how the gold is. Look at how good they're doing in 15 minutes. Look at how stagnant or whatever it gets... And then they win because their late game is amazing. Because once Forgiven gets his item spike and he just takes over team fights, they're great again. But that mid game is where Albus Knox is at their best and they're at their worst. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. We'll see. We'll see. I think that mid game was cleaner than people are giving them credit for just because the entire group looked like a clown fiesta. I. But was it as clean say- as an SKT? Absolutely not. But no. I think it was cleaner than people were giving them credit for. I. I will respect. I, I will take back my laughs and turn to a respectful disagreement. But I, I think at the very least we could say that the wide analyst, you know, analyst pool, ranging, you know, every article that's been written about it says that H2K's mid game is a clear cause for concern. Every single person that I have talked to outside of you feels that H2K's mid game is a huge cause for concern. That doesn't I, no, mean- I agree. That's their weakest point, but I don't think it was as gut-wrenchingly awful as people are making it out to be in week two. Week one, it was atrocious. I will completely agree with you. Week two, I think they cleaned it up a bit. It was not perfect. It was not rocks or SKT-level mid-game. I will completely concede that. Would you that. say it was good? I will say it was decent. For H2K, it was a decent mid-game. I think Albus Knox is great in the mid-game. I think they're not so good laning. 
I, compared to uh, to HGA. My my problem is they're gonna just get crushed in the laning phase. Uh, see they're that. gonna be down three or four thousand gold based off of the laning phase. And H two K is the team that is the most willingest team on the planet to say, "I'll have a forty five minute laning phase. We'll just let Forgiven and Ryu farm for forty minutes. That'll be fine." I don't. I don't Albus Knox will let Albus, you do that. Albus I don't Knox, think Albus Knox is good enough to take advantage of that. I don't think they will force H two K out of laning phase. Because I think that despite the fact that Kira is a decent mid laner and probably deserves to be in the LCS, I don't think he's going to shove Ryu out of lane. I think Smurf only showed up on one champion, and that was Poppy, which probably will probably just ban out and not worry about. I don't That's think fair. he can shove Oduwamne completely out of lane and say, all right, let's actually start grouping and team fighting. And there's no chance in hell. No matter what nice things Likrit says on stage and gets everyone to applaud his AD carry, there is no chance in hell that a miracle is going to be able to control that lane against Forgiven. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. But we said so the I same thing and, about the Rocks Tigers, and they kept even. They kept even the laning phase every time. Those guys, Prey and Kuro are not as strong of laning duo as Ryu and Forgiven. I think and I Kuro and Ryu that are pretty even. Back. They are very, very safe. Yeah. They sit back. They don't take any risks, and that's the difference. Ryu and Forgiven Ryu's the will same way. Track. Safe. Ryu had moments where he snapped with Yankos coming in, and they just snapped the trap and killed people. And yeah. you're talking about Forgiven. Kuro, you want to get your yeah, Forgiven is Forgiven. I will agree with you. I disagree I on Kuro, the difference between Kuro and Ryu, but that's that's fine. Like, like, the good news is we we said going into this, we thought this was going to be a twenty to thirty minute episode, and this rant alone got us to forty five. It's good. We go. needed this. Um, let us go. know uh, in the comments what you think. We read every <laughs> comment you guys uh, give us. Obviously, we're talking about our YouTube on this. Uh, YouTube.com, search Rough Drafts Podcast. We're still a few subscribers away from having a unique URL. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but you can fix that by subscribing. really helps us out. Uh, and, you know, we I will respond uh, to all of these comments. I'm sure some of you right now are looking at me like I'm an insane person. Uh, I... Look, I have to get worked up about something. I, I'm now two points behind with three games to go. Like, I could I could not afford that loss, and I think the line is... I think your line makes a lot more sense to me than Unicorn's line. I'll put it that way. I could have lived with your line. Unicorn's line, it's a 79% chance. That's crazy to me. But whatever. I, that's that's my thing. You can let me know in the comments. Wild card, boys. You could, of course, soundcloud.com slash esportsroughdrafts or on iTunes if you search Rough Drafts Podcast. If you prefer the audio-only version, that's how you can do that sort of thing. Uh, and of course, you can find us on social media at Rough Drafts Pod is where we'll be live tweeting throughout all of these. I think Walter, you'll probably be joining a little bit more this time around, right? Because I've been I've been doing the bulk of the live tweeting. I'd yeah, say. I'll be. See, my, my problem with the live tweeting is that I, t I I like to do more expletive driven stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, holy, what was that? Yeah, and we can like, do that on our on our very, account. And I'm very like intently watching the games to the point where I'm like, I know I have three monitors, but like alt tabbing to the monitor to like type something is just like, no, I want to watch this game. I don't care that this AHQ versus INTZ game is is causing my eyes to bleed I with how horrendous it is. I don't know if you know this, Walter, but there's this thing called a phone. And even pulling my hand, I pulling. Oh, see, it's just I, I do it. It's hard. Look, it's like watching everybody you know loves Hypnotoad. Like it's just I don't want to take my eyes away. We're we're just learning that I care just a little bit more about giving the people what they want. That's all we're learning. That's fine. That, that's absolutely fine. Uh, if you want, and if you want to talk to us directly on social media, uh, I am at Redshirt King on Twitter. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you? Going into the semifinals with a two point lead. 
I'm two games ahead with three to play. Three to play. At C80s underscore LOL. And, and tweet me some ideas. What what should we punish Chase with? Because yeah. we decided we're not going to go with the profile picture this time. So so give me some ideas. What what can I do to him when I win? Yeah. Maybe I'll make I'll be. Maybe he'll. Ha- maybe I'll have to refer to him as Zoro Zero from here on out. I mean, how does that sound? Basically, if I win, the only, can only thing that, is Zoro Zero. The only thing that's out of bounds. We can't do anything that would get me fired or, in uh, in in my particular <laughs> situation, lose me a chance at a job. So that's why Twitter profiles are off the picture. That's why those kind of things are there. So. Any ideas you have other than that? Maybe I have to say a f- have a five minute monologue video just singing Walter's praises. Like I, maybe I have to, you know, Evans, write Evans. a whole twit longer about how wonderful Forgiven is and why you should all enter the Church of God Given. Like I, I don't know. Like you guys come up with the ideas, so then when I make my three game comeback, I could turn it all around. Back maybe, on him. maybe we'll know who the winner is by the time Madison Square Garden is. Maybe I'll just have enough of a lead that the final doesn't matter, and I'll have to baptize you in New York into the into the Church of Forgiven. That sounds like a good one. I would one. love I like to that. explain that to my 14-year-old cousin I like that. with me on that. I like that. I, <laughs> hey, you like that? Kirk I like that idea. Kirk Cousins. I'm going to have to get some, like, su- su- whatever, so- Sozu? Is that the Greek alcoholic beverage? Uh, That's, I'll just buy a bottle of it and I'll just waterboard you with it. That's it. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> I think you're talking about Uzo. Is that Uzo, Uzo. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uzo. Look, yeah, I, look, just have I know my alcohol, man. I know that's, Uzo. I should not. I just talked about not wanting to lose a job opportunity, and then just said alcohol. I got this shit. Anyway, that's it for this podcast. Until next time. Goodbye, internet. <laughs>